Hey, it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by Pastor Friend Jason Hayes. Jason, how you doing? I think we need to put it out there before we get into it. That, that you jinxed the Vols. Well, yeah. You did. Clearly it. I did. I blame you. I 100% yeah. blame you. You know, you, can, you could blame me. Talk. You could blame me or you could blame, I don't know, 8 to 10 <laughs> missed layups. <laughs> I mean, let's, it could be one of the, one of the two. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be either of those, but it's a lot more fun for me to blame you. And, and I will say, you know, we've had a conversation about, uh, the big man, uh, Euros. And, and he and came played out of his strong. mind. So to, the, to the point that Josiah Jordan James afterwards is like, that was our fault. We should have kept feeding him and we just yeah. didn't. I mean, he played out of his mind. Yeah. One thing I will point out, and I know we, we have friends, we are friends with, let me let me put this in context. We ourselves may consider ourselves elite athletes, we're, which we are not. not. But we're friends with people who are elite that, athletes that do, yeah, that yeah. are that are good. And so the all my kids kept saying, "What's wrong with his shoulders? Are those tattoos?" <laughs> and they're not. They're like cupping, you yes. know. Yeah. And my thing is, what is that like? Does that do anything besides so, let everybody know? <laughs> You were cupping, which looks like something that elite athletes do. Well, do you remember the first the first time I ever saw that was Michael Phelps? Yes. And so I've kind of always had a positive view of it because you're like, I mean, he that did guy yeah. did it, and he was clearly the greatest. He's a good swimmer, swimmer. Ever, pretty good swimmer. You know, yeah. And uh, and then I will openly say that my oldest son, yeah, uh, with sure. his back issues, has had cupping. Of course. Um. But I am not sure that I personally <laughs> would feel comfortable. And if you don't know what cupping is, it's basically just a, uh, a, a like suction a, cup. Yeah, like a, a, it is a physical therapy approach yeah, yeah. to um, creating blood flow around injured or about injured areas, yeah. things that sort. And so um, I'm sure it probably is helpful. Uh, it creates Looks ridiculous. It creates a very large mark, yeah. circular mark, like yeah. a bruise, basically. Yeah. On the flesh. Wherever it goes. Yeah, and often people have multiples of yeah. them, you know. And uh and so if I were to potentially yeah. get an injury this upcoming <laughs> summer, um I don't know no. if I would be like, Hey, yeah, let me let me get some cupping done. Well, it's like this. When I had I had some issues with my my left wrist elbow and, and it was the oddest thing, it just out of the blue I couldn't do certain things. I couldn't, I couldn't flip a, just as simple as flip a pan over with my left hand with just the movement of my wrist. I had to actually move my whole arm and it was this weird, I was, I couldn't, uh, grab like a, a, a small piece of wood with my left hand and, and it just was, I was like, what has happened? So right. I went to physical therapy, our friend over at, uh, Adam Lefko and his yeah. team and, uh, and you know she's the she rain starts working it out and trying to figure out what's going on and uh we're going through this process and one day she was like do you want first off some of what she was doing hurt it yes. did not feel good <laughs> of course <laughs> and then then she was like hey i think i want to try some needling and i was like what ne- what is what is needling yes and it's like acupuncture but that. but it she was needling around on my elbow, trying to figure out, cause I think what was wrong was there was a nerve that was Correct. compressed and it wouldn't let my, uh, I couldn't get it to do what I wanted it to do. So she's needling around and I'm not it looking. It should be noted, we've entered into technical talk yes. here. Cause yeah, I mean, to and do what it, we needed to do is the technical yes. expression. Whatever it is, 
I mean, she could have told me, you know, anything yeah, at that right. point. And, uh, and then, so I'm, I'm looking away and, and she said, <laughs> how does that, how's that feeling? And I said, well, if I'm honest, I feel it all over my body. Really? Like from my head all the way to my toe, I feel, and it's almost nauseating. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it just is creating this feeling inside of me that I don't like it. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, and, but frankly, now I can, I mean, whatever she did, it worked. So we have started with Kentucky, Tennessee basketball. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went to our Which man Euros. Game. Yeah. We then have gone to physical therapy. Yep. But then I feel like I need to acknowledge this one thing. You said you looked away. Yeah. So when you give blood, you, right. when I you, can, like, you know, if they need to take blood, right. uh, you know, whatever it may be, are you a look away type no, guy? No, I don't have a problem with needles. It's the, 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 because with the shot, it's in and out. Yes. With giving blood, it's in and it's going to stay in for a little while. Yeah. Then we're going to, yeah, we're going to get gonna it out. move a lot. Yeah. With needling, you look over and she is just playing the violin <laughs> on my nerve. And that is the part I was I love, like, I love you also on the nerve. You're yeah. one nerve. Yeah. yeah. And now on that, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch you do that. And it's like, uh, one of those things, if you get, if you if you do something a certain way, one of those nerves it like makes your lip curl or it yeah. makes it makes think. That's what I, I felt like every time she would do it, something would happen in my body away from that particular arm, and I would just it didn't I didn't like it. So in a true professional radio move here, this is what we call a transition. Mm-hmm. When we talk about things that hit nerves and things that are mm-hmm. nauseating, yeah. What about all this political theater that's going on to, <laughs> My you goodness. know, related to you know uh, documents? And and here's the thing. You and I both have yeah. no idea what these documents are. Oh, I do. No, <laughs> you do. No. You know, and, and, yeah. and, and we have truly no idea if major, you yeah, know, doesn't matter. risk has been, classified. you know, but it is classified. Hey. And I'm, all I'm saying is where's the FBI? Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. We we the bar has been set. Yeah, it really has. You know, and so when when they raided Mar-a-Lago, yep. Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, yes. however you say it, when they raided ML, ML. when they raided Trump's place in Florida. Yep. Former president. When they raided his place. And the media goes bonkers. This man is selling stuff to Iran, probably. This man is, you know, clearly working for Putin. I mean, the, all the things clearly that working. they say. Yeah. Uh, and, and they've been talking about it for, for months now. And he's going to be indicted. And now they're going to do a grand jury. And they're going to, he's going down. And, and, you know, and then he announces he's going to run for president again. All these things happen and people are saying on the, on the left and, and certainly in cable news, you got to go after this. Joe Biden was interviewed on 60 Minutes and, and he said, how can anyone be so irresponsible that they would just, you know, throw classified documents around in their basement or garage or a garage? <laughs> and uh, then and again, we have no I, we have no idea what yeah. these documents are. We do know they're classified. Yep. And, and we so, also know that, and we that, know that a big stink was made about classified documents being in the wrong place. Yeah, and, and now we have classified documents yes. in the wrong place. And we also know that President Trump was in fact the president with these documents. Joe Biden. So, so 
theoretically, the president can declassify anything he wants to. Right. The vice president cannot do that. These documents were in vice president Joe Biden's hands, not president Joe Biden's. Now, now he's the president. But when those documents were there, he was vice president. What I love, first off, I love, uh, Peter Ducey, I think's his name from Fox News. Uh, he's a reporter and he, he's living his best life at this moment in time. <laughs> the other day he asked Joe Biden, you know, how does this happen? And Joe Biden said, <laughs> first off, they were in my garage next to my Corvette, locked up. With Not all, like they were on the street. With, with, with all the memes that have been out there of him backing and backing and oh, pulling so out good. that Corvette so backwards and forwards, so backwards and forwards. Yeah. So then, you know, that was a great uh, exchange. Then the other day, Ducey is in the press, uh, answer, asking questions to the press secretary during the press briefing. And he looks up at the press secretary and says, which she has, she has an impossible job. Sure. She's terrible at it, but she still has an impossible job. And he looks at her and, and his question is this. Uh, how can anyone be so irresponsible to have classified documents? <laughs> his question is literally, <laughs> literally. And it, the reporter behind him starts to smirk. <laughs> and that's when you know. Because they don't like him, because they yeah, think, sure. you know, he works for Fox. We, sure. You know, other reporters don't like him. But when the reporter goes, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> and then the, the White House press secretary just stare, they just have a stare off for a moment. Right. And she doesn't say anything. And then he goes, well, isn't that what the president believes about anyone that would have these classified documents? So we can make light of it. And, and, and it and, is funny. And I think it is also worth noting. Now listen, undeniably, you and I have both certainly lean right. You know, we, this is we. This yes. is where we're at. You yeah, know, understatement and, and, of the year. Yeah, and that and and sure. we're, we're but but that doesn't mean we're angry at people. No. Doesn't mean we no. think people on the left are all evil or wicked no. or anything that sort. You know, I think it is fair though to say we most likely would be on this show having this exact same conversation if it was the other way around. 100%. This is it's what, just, again, not so much about the politics. It's about the political theater. It's, it's the about silliness all of, of the it all. silliness of yeah. it. And yeah. so, and, and what the, what the right are doing now, some, now some, some on the right are like, this is so much worse. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, like it's yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Hunter Biden was renting the place where the, they were at, and that's a whole and other we, thing. Uh, it, it, it apparently, he was showing that he was paying $50,000 a month for rent. Now, details, that, details. I mean, we can, maybe those things will come out. <laughs> I don't know. But I even saw some on the left like, this is why Merrick Garland's terrible. And I'm like, hold on. He was an angel from heaven yeah. a couple months ago, and now he's a terrible human. Yeah. And, uh, and so what I would say, what bugs me, we can make light of it, and, and I don't, ultimately, I don't think they'll indict Trump, and I don't think they'll indict Biden, Biden at this point. And obviously, we're very hopeful that anything that feels, I mean, anything that was classified, yeah, if it was has somehow yeah. been exposed to, the, to you know, yes, people, it needs to be taken, it care, needs of. To be taken care of. And our sure hope is, yes. this is just a bunch of boxes of empty paperwork, basically. And I think that we connected to an office that said classified. Yeah. And I think know. we needle them or or do some cupping on them until they say otherwise. <laughs> but but I, I think twenty minutes against what, zeros. What bugs me is we in East Tennessee know people that work at Y twelve and sure. ORNL and and work with classified stuff, have to get clearances. 
And the part that bugs me is if, for instance, my wife's family, her uncles, all worked over there. Yeah. If they had classified documents, even if they mistakenly took a box when they retired and a classified document was left in that box, they didn't do it intentional, they put it in their garage next to their boat, and then it was found, those men would be in prison. Right. There would be none of this, well, it was a, right. it was just an accident. Yeah. They didn't mean anything by it. And that's the part that bugs me, is we have people that are actually doing this on the ground in East Tennessee that are having to jump through all kinds of hoops, right. can't share with their family what's happening, and then you have guys in, like, the highest office in the land taking a box home and going, yeah, you now, know, I, will, I didn't mean to. I will say, it's probably not apples to apples because, let's face it, no, no former president was hauling his own boxes. You know, like, he was not now Ronald, oh, but, Ronald but Reagan. But Joe's the Ronald, man of Ronald, the people. Ronald Reagan just because we, he hauled his own boxes, yeah. you know. Uh, George W. George W. hauled his sure, own boxes, sure. you know, but because uh, he drives a King Ranch. That's just true. Just like I That's drive true. a very Now, old King I wasn't Ranch. a huge fan of, uh, I'm not, you know, Jimmy Carter's time. Right. But he probably, he probably drew, carries, he his, probably own boxes, carries yeah. his own boxes you know, as well. All, all this to say, you know, like, again, I mean, think about the, the humor of, like, just the idea of, like, Trump walking out with a random Trump's box. never carried not, anything on his that. own. You and I, yeah. I would be like, I'm not carrying a box that doesn't have like the most essential items. You yeah, know, I just, I just, so you would it's think. It's not apples to apples, but, but it is, there's the principle holds But true. you would, so. even, even to the point, uh, when they were searching for more documents, because apparently he had them hit everywhere. Yeah. Uh, when they were searching for more, it was his attorneys that do not have clearance. And they found one document and were like, oh, no, oh boy, we got to call in some other attorneys. And so it's it's those things. First off, it points to the incompetence of just a, a lot of things that is so frustrating on both sides. This is not this is why when something happens and like, yeah, I told you, I'm like, just wait. be careful. Just wait a be careful. Wait a few weeks because something else could come in, out. in case you're curious. Are we going to continue this conversation? No. No, we are not. (laughs) But we will continue to talk about other things. We'll be back. That's a good one. I bet, you know, that would be a good song to listen in a green Corvette. Uh, I thought we weren't. I thought we weren't going back. There. Oh, okay. I'm just. I was just saying it. I wasn't connecting it to the first oh, yeah. segment. Yeah, you weren't no, connecting it back no. to the first segment related uh-uh. to documents and garage. To a garage that's locked, but I mean, obviously, if you have the opener, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, the locked door is not really going to do that yeah, much. So, so this, this should be good. This week, um, so we, without getting into too much personal information, we we're dealing with a third vehicle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and so our oldest is now driving and. Um, which is awesome. Praise God. That means he's kind of back on the road towards recovery. And, and he got his license right before he had his last major surgery, right. had to wait three months. Then we had to kind of you know get him reacclimated back to the road, but he's out driving now and great. And so we've kind of been dealing with the third vehicle and we had like lost a remote. Well, no one broke. Okay. Like the actual key fob yeah. uh, for one of the vehicles. And then also uh, we were trying to set up, something related to another one of our vehicles on our garage okay mm-hmm. like for the garage yeah, yeah, door. Like, yep. and i will say with both the key fob and the garage door it felt uncomfortably too easy mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it was like wait i could buy this 
I could just sync it up with this one. Yep. I could do this. It's like, ah, I think, and, and we, um, you know, that's probably some, and I would say we're, we're shifting on this. Some, uh, and we actually do have an alarm, so it probably is a uh, kind of a, uh, maybe it's a non-essential, but a lot of people don't necessarily lock the door going into the garage. Yeah. You know, because they're like, well, the garage door shut. Who's going to manage to get the garage door open, right, you sure. know? But it made me have a few. I was like, wow, this is really yep. easy. Yeah. Really easy. Well, you know, a so lot of. If you could just. A lot of things are really not easy breaking nowadays to, yeah. to get into. Yeah. You know, that that's, that's why we have. Uh, I pit bulls. Ev- well, and every day, every day, that's one of the reasons why we homeschool. Every day, we go through scenarios, and I have, God. I have, uh, I have little baskets on the roof where the kids get in those with guns. <laughs> so that way, if you try to, like a, like yeah. a, wow. That's so you not- have an alarm. I have four kids with weapons, <laughs> <laughs> and one's five. To be clear, <laughs> that is not true. That is not true at all. Yeah, yeah. You, I didn't realize you were at, you were living at the Alamo. Yeah, I mean, it's real. I mean, and, and we have neighbors. <laughs> and uh, I know one of your neighbors. we got to warn them. Oh, my no, goodness. I will say the, uh, over the weekend, we uh, we shot some uh, some of the, the Red Rider, and we shot oh, – Gavin, Gavin has a, uh airsoft uh, BB gun and – or a CO2 BB gun – and so we shot that. I filled up a, a two-liter bottle oh, that's with fun. water. And I'll say this. The Red Rider wouldn't even penetrate the bottle. No, no. Uh, Gavin's CO2 would with a new cartridge. Okay. Uh, and then Gavin was like, what if I shoot it with my bow? I was like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And uh, that really that worked. That went right through it. Yeah, yeah that we, was awesome. We have, um, over the years, we've had, you know, kind of oh, with three boys, we've had BB sure. guns and uh our boys never really got into like major paintball or airsoft they'll yeah. do it on occasion you know if it's something at a retreat or if it's you know just a, somebody's birthday party but we've never really done too much but we did uh somewhere along the way get one that was like m- much more high powered uh intended for like varmint control mm-hmm. you know they they kind of have that classification or whatever it may be and that that that'll do it you know it's not going to it's. I mean, I guess it could put your eye out, sure. you know, as yep. we as we know, you know. But uh, it's not going to do anything to to much of anybody. But it it would uh, it would it would do something to a varmint that. Well, uh, see, the the Red Rider is a one like pump. Yep. I had a pump BB gun. Yeah. You would just pump yeah. and pump and pump until it that pressure. Yeah, and then that would you know. I yeah. mean, I I would kill the bird with it. Like it it would because you would get all that air in there. Yeah. Uh the Red Rider is like I don't I mean it looks cool I guess but it doesn't really No. It, it, it's cuz you want to hit the hit that bottle and see that water more spray out. More about the nostalgia yeah. of it. Yeah. Of it looks it like all. a cowboy it's gun. It's fun for the, for the Yeah, so we let the kids just shoot at each other. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not we don't true do that. at all. Uh so it should be noted. It should be noted today that we have begun a um we've begun an itinerary for a trip. Okay. Okay. And we've even begun to like book accommodations. We've begun to, um, you know, to kind of plan it out, all the different excursions and things we want to do. 
And sometime, I won't give too much detail here on air, but we are in, in you know, sometime in the spring or summer, are going to be going out west. Oh, you're going to the Dude Ranch? Uh, and it is not like far, not like we did a California yeah, yeah. trip years ago. And right. it went all the way down the coast, and it was actually really, really cool. This is like true, like, national forest type yeah. stuff, okay? And... Uh, and and so I, I need to acknowledge that, and I also need to acknowledge that last week I wore a pair of cowboy boots. Really? To like to the office. Wow. Yeah. I was given a pair years ago. Yeah. They're pretty cool. I just never really mm-hmm. wore them. They're not real pointy. They're much more square. Yep. You yep. know. And um, snake skin. Uh, no, that's not true. But I I wore them and this like flannel like Come shirt on. jacket. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and a pair of like you know cords that were like yep. kind of quasi fitted. And um, and so does that. I mean, have I entered into your territory? I, I think it, I think it's getting there. I mean, you're the one that does yeah. go to rodeos. Yep. And you're the one yep. that does wear cowboy boots yep. regularly. Yep. Um, you're the one that came in to the show at some point in the last week or two that had like a like a knife holder yeah, on your, it. On your belt it right now. Yeah, that your son had yep. had crafted for you out of raw leather. Yeah, come on. I mean, so you got all of that stuff going for you. You love country music. Yep. Um, I traditionally have been none of those things. Yeah. But I am going out west, and I did wear a pair of cowboy boots. I will say you got to take them out west so, when you go. So, I mean, have I just become an extra on Yellowstone? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I apparently it's not that difficult. Not. Yeah, probably uh, not. Probably don't need to do that. Uh, but, yeah. but they, you know, it's, a, it's interesting. I do think there's a, as you age, there is, there is a shift. There should be a shift of some sort. So... Uh, like when I see people that have aged, but they're still holding on to like what I wore in, in high school right. or, or whatever, I'm like, okay, like we need to make a shift at some point. I'm not telling you to kind of go, you know, in the white new balances and like, I'm not telling yeah. you to go that direction, but there has to be, there needs to be a shift. And so what I have done historically, there's, there's literally thousands of listeners looking down, staring at their white new balance. <laughs> right and that's okay. We it's okay. It. We love it. Yeah. But, but what I've done historically is kind of watched, okay, how do I want to age? And frankly, it, you know, it's a Kevin Costner. Like, that yeah. dude, that's how I want to age. That's, or, the way, that's the direction you're going. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, for you. You're still pretty darn young. <laughs> well, and, but, and I know yeah. that you have yeah. always been an old soul. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, but I don't think we we have to like just age ourselves up by twenty years. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a uh, character on a show Heartland that we watch. Okay. Uh, and his name is Jack, and I don't know his real name. And I don't know. I haven't even took the time to look him up in real life. But I tell the kids every time I was like, I'm going to be Jack. Jack is he's the he's the the granddad, the, the great granddad, yeah. the patriarch. He is the man. Uh, he has a great mustache, and uh, but he's just an he's he's just an old dude. And the kids are like, uh, you're already kind of like him. <laughs> and, and so, uh, but he, you know, you you kind of look and go, okay, I want to. I think I like how they aged. I like how they. You so know. this past Sunday, I shared a story. You weren't there. I wasn't. Uh, I was speaking, you were speaking at another church. Another great church. This is a great time of the year for you because you are. 
um, serving lots of yep. local churches, and I'm so appreciative of your ministry. And um, uh, but I shared a story that I bumped into somebody in in town, uh, and you know I, I'll often, in fact, I, I bumped into somebody at a, a McAllister's recently. Yep. They turned around and they said, "Wait, hey, Pastor Jason." They just heard my voice. You know, oh, okay, they knew yeah, me. Sure. They knew what I looked like. I had another one of our listeners maybe listening again today um, and bumped into them in town, and she proceeded to tell me that she thought I would have been taller. <laughs> <laughs> and God bless you, ma'am. I'm so, I'm, I'm so, I'm, that's true. That's fair. And what were your response? Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. But I also, I kind of feel like it was a compliment. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, my voice is so masculine. That's right. That's right. I thought you. I'm like. Tom I thought you Selleck. would have a tank top on. <laughs> I thought you would be like Tom Selleck. Oh, I'm not. We're well, just who we are, but we have a lot of fun. We'll be back in just a few moments. No, oh, that's like. Uh, that feels a little that? bit like. Would that be like 80s or early 90s rap? Herbie Hancock. That's what. That's when you when you sign something, you give your Herbie Hancock, right? Correct. <laughs> that's what. Sure. Not to be confused with your John Hancock. John Hancock. That's what. Uh, what was that in Tommy Boy? That was Chris Farley said that. Oh really? It's Herbie. Hancock. It's been it's been a while. Uh, maybe it was. It was one of those movies that Chris Farley. Wasn't was in. there also a? Wasn't there a show that we watched when we were kids about Herbie? Wasn't it like a Volkswagen? Yeah, bug? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Le- Lindsay Lohan did a remake. Okay. Uh, yeah, wasn't it Herbie? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Herbie oh, Reloaded. Oh, there you go. Look at Dave. Dave knows all. He is truly the best. Yeah. Uh, best. All right. So, what <laughs> other issues do we need to talk about? You know, I think that the idea that we referenced back to in our first segment, if you're just joining us. Um, by the way, I'm Jason Hayes from Shoreline Church. This is Andrew Wood from Hope Resource Center. We, uh, in our first segment, we did talk about a little bit of the political theater that's been yeah. going on related Boy. to all things confidential and, uh, uh, you know, classified documents. And, uh, and, you know, I think the reminder to us is, um, again, this is why we don't get our emotions too wrapped up in these things. No. This is why we don't get our hope too wrapped up in any one political party or in any one politician because... There's a lot of corruption, there's a lot of goofiness, a lot of silliness, a lot of unnecessary drama, and ultimately there's just a lot of mistakes, too. Yeah. So that's a lesson that we've learned so far. Um, what other things are kind of across your you know, your radar or coming across your radar when you think about the news right now? Well, I think it's just a uh, – everything is, is messy. I mean, we, we have <clears> – <throat> when it comes to especially politics – you you had a vote the other day in Congress that all they all they wanted to do was say if a baby survives a botched abortion that baby deserves protection and and they need to do everything they can to save the baby and you had every Republican vote in favor and every Democrat vote no and you even had one Congress lady from Michigan quote scripture as to why she voted no yeah and and when you see things like that that it just points to the lostness the the lack of understanding uh that that's going around um and and so you know it's things like that that are frustrating and and anger us and uh but i, I don't know you know outside of revival uh, the the answer isn't going to come in in politics it's just yeah, not you know i think I, <laughs> I i was thinking about kind of what's all um in some weeks we 
some weeks we we miss certain hot topics. Yeah, sure. Some weeks we get distracted. Yeah. Uh, and some weeks also we reserve some things for your show. Yep. Uh, sure. That you do on Tuesdays. Uh, and so, um, you know, I, I think I've been kind of not necessarily taken back, um, but you know, I think you you don't want to get uh, numb to just how many episodes we are seeing of. If you know, you see, you see, um, you know, a, a, a mom or a dad who, uh, you know, kills their children yeah, yeah. and then murders them or, or <laughs> yep. then commits suicide, or you see this deal that happened in Idaho with the, yep. these four college students. I mean, it feels like you see, uh, you know, there was a there's a news uh, report that came out early this week uh, of you know a University of Alabama basketball player. I mean, this is, he has been arrested for capital murder. You know, I mean, it is, uh, and, and and you almost just become a little bit numb to it because it just feels like it's week after week, story after story, and and to me, the story is not about just violence or you know gun control or um, you know broken homes. I mean, I think there's dynamics and and conversations that are appropriate to have related to all of that and mental health. But again, it just keeps on going back to our need for revival. It really does go back to so many of these things are major heart issues. You know, they're they're evil issues that, that can only be righted with, the light of Christ in in our hearts and into our community, and I don't want to minimize that. I mean, if you look at some of the uh, you know some of the the conversation that has been um, related to this this guy that has been arrested and has been charged with you know the murder of these um, these four college students in Idaho. I mean, the more that you are seeing the backstory of his life and you're seeing some of the things that he's posted over the last 10 years on social media. I mean, it appears, and again, we want to let the legal system and legal process work itself out, but it appears, I mean, you have a young man who has been tormented by a lot of stuff for a lot of time, you know, for Mm -hmm. a long time. And, uh, and unfortunately, that type of sickness and that type of, of just just issues show itself up. It, it shows up in, in other ways. And so what do you do when you see episode after episode after episode? Man, I just keep on praying, Lord, you know, like just bring revival. And we're never going to live in this perfect utopian world, uh, you know, apart from the time when Christ returns. Right. You know, we, we are going to live in a fallen world and there's always going to be violence and there's always going to be broken homes and there's always going to be mental illness. But man, that doesn't mean we can't just cry out for our communities. We can't cry out for our neighbors and just do our absolute best to be not only God-fearing, but also God-honoring and God-exalting and God-glorifying and God-sharing people in our well, community. Well, and, and with that too, I mean, we have to... I was reminded the other day, the other day I, I just was in a... Uh, you ever just been kind of in a funk? I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I, I called uh, Aaron and I was like, I don't know what's going on because I don't typically. I dealt with worry and anxiety when I was a kid, and and it 
really doesn't show itself in my life yep. uh, as an adult. But it was just one of those days where I just kind of, eh, you Nothing. know, yep. and uh, called Aaron and she was like, "What do you, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. I don't even know, like, to put words on it, just kind of one of those days. And a lot was on my mind good about... For you, good for you for calling uh, and saying that. And, and so a lot was on my mind about, you know, the different uh, speaking engagements I had and uh, I, I need to write something else that I that I need to do coming up uh, next week and... Um, and so a lot of that was rattling around and that was probably playing a role. And then, you know, some other conversations that, that happened outside yep. of that, that, that were playing a role in that. And so as, as I was thinking through it, like I, uh, I got a notification on my phone that, that somebody had, uh, passed away. Mm. And I thought, here I am, like, I'm getting worked up over really, <clears throat> to me, it means something. But yeah. in the grand scheme, these are things that I can easily take care of and fix. And uh, and and I was like, this family just lost somebody. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and and then you read over the the weekend that the the player from the University of Georgia who just yeah. won the national championship yeah. dies in a car wreck, and another yeah. staff member, and then there's other yeah. people in critical condition. And you're like, you know, he he literally was on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of college career, you don't get any better than that. Yeah. Probably was looking at prospects yeah. further, and it's gone just like that. And so at times we get caught up in in these little things, and, and in doing that, there are certain you – know, I read a book one time, and it said, you know, people typically say don't sweat the small stuff. <clears throat> and, and what he, he made a point, he said, if you don't sweat the small stuff, at some point – it reaches a a place where where you have to sweat it. Yeah. And he said, so what I would recommend is have somebody in your life that you can sweat the small stuff with. Yeah. So have somebody that you can rant and rave about things that don't matter in the grand scheme, but you can get it off your chest and you can move on. Because if we live in a place where we don't ever kind of deal with those things, they, they're going to fester. And, and, and we've, we've seen those examples. I've seen those examples in my own life. But when I see these things, I do at times think, Okay, I need to make a point to sweat the small stuff with that person and get rid of it instead of dwelling on it for hours and on end. And and I think we're at a place in society where we refuse to be alone, meaning mm-hmm. we have our we have our phone, we have we like we just never have that quiet moment of any kind. Uh and then we don't want to deal with heavy stuff. And and so so our our reaction and I know our personalities are similar where we it's sarcasm. It's making light of. Right. It's joking. It's hey, let's let's release laugh the, about to this. Release the pressure. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, and, and pop, so pop the balloon. Yeah, yeah, and so I think we need that. That's why in in kind of those deep heavy moments, I may not be the guy you, <laughs> you yeah. want to. Yeah. I may make a joke that's gonna yeah. seem like it's yeah. inappropriate, but for me at that moment, I thought, hey, this is probably what we need yeah. to do. And so I think. I think as we see all that's happening around our country, I do think it goes back to that. And that's the message that I'm, uh, you know, speaking all this month is, is do we truly want revival or not? Yeah. And I told the kids uh, at chapel the other day, I spoke to Grace Christian NCAK's chapel, and I told them, I said, we, we have to do three things. We have to, uh, we have to answer these questions. Do we see image bearers around us? Do we care about any of them? And do we believe that God can do something in their lives? And so are we wrestling with those questions? I think for some of us, we, we're going, 
does anyone see me? Yep. Does anyone care about me? And do I believe that God can do something in me? Yeah. You, I mean, we can't even get past us without thinking about others. And so that's, that's something that I've been wrestling with yeah. of like, do I want revival or do I want to win the next election? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point, man. That's good. Hey, uh, in the last few you know moments we've got here uh, before we go into break, uh, mention because I'm sure we do have quite a few of our listeners that are connected to the two communities you just mentioned, the yeah. CAK yeah. and uh, which is Christian Academy in Knoxville, and then Grace Christian Academy. Can you talk about what you yeah, guys have done over the years and what you're doing right now? Yeah, we're having the battle of the bottles, and, and we're raising money between these two schools around the basketball game that's coming up the last Friday of January. And we've raised over $200,000 through this since 2011, 2010, cool. 2011. And, and last year was the, the best year yet. We hope this year we'll top that. Currently, uh, CAK holds the trophy. They won last year. And we'll see if Grace can get it back from them uh, this year. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's always a great, great time to come together as these two schools compete, uh, not only on the court, but also to raise money to, to help moms in need. We'll be back in a sec. And as we finish up today, it's been a good show, Jason. It is. It is. Good. It has been a great show, and it is going to continue to be a great show in the last few minutes that we have here. Because you know why? Why? I would like to spot, speak about Maury Wood. Oh, okay. My dad. Your father. Okay. So not like, little Maury, my brother. Big Maury, my dad. Big Maury, your yeah. dad. I would like to speak about him. Okay. Have we ever met? No, no we have you've not. never met him. Have I heard a lot about him? Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> And the reason that I would like to speak about him is because I saw an article, maybe in like Newsweek or something. Oh I have boy. kind of a random yeah. hodgepodge of news thing. And, yeah, and sure. I wouldn't even call them all news, you know, right, but just right. kind of outlets. And it, I like it because it gives me just this kind of nice broad scope of, of you know, kind of different opinions and perspectives mm-hmm. and stuff. And I can't remember where I read it, but I read an article that was related to Gen Z. Okay. And I thought about Maury Wood. Yeah, I guess he would fall in that, right? No. No, he no, wouldn't fall no, in that. No, he would not. No, I don't uh, know what he is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, boomer. He's a boomer. Yeah, he's a boomer. Um, but it was talking about this new generation, many of them. It is. It is like gone viral, hmm. okay? In fact, on like TikTok and all this stuff, there's all these influencers, and they are all using flip phones. Really? But they're on TikTok. Isn't that weird? That is weird. But they are using flip phones, uh, but and one of the deals is that they are trying to separate themselves mm, from good. all of the kind of this artificial reality, yep. which is, again, again the irony of, so are you going back to your laptop in like a right. designated time and creating content? I they don't must know. be. Yeah. But maybe it's like going to the job. Yeah. You know, like, you go I, to the I, job I and then you the leave case, the job. But they are saying like they want to be more in the moment. Huh. They want well, to be with the people that they're with, you know, that's and that's not what I see when right. I Right. I around. haven't seen that. But. I, I told Carrie um, when we went to, we went up to Pigeon Forge area yep. uh, between Christmas and New Year's or over New Year's. Is a shared, and we went to the island, mm-hmm. uh, which is just amazing. Amazing people yeah. watching. Yep. And we stood next to those fountains, you know, the big fountains yeah. that shoot the water. And I, I sat in that rocking chair. Yep. And looked, and it was as if 
80% of the people were viewing the fountains through their mm-hmm. phone. Yep. Like they were recording it, posting it, doing something with it. Yep. I don't know. And then we went in and did one of these like escape rooms or breakout yep. or whatever it may be, you know. And uh, and there was this party of like four or five young, youngish uh, ladies. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to guess they're 18 or 19 yep. years of age, you know young adults and so uh the guy walks out and he's like i don't remember the party smith party you know and uh and and are you all here and they're like, and are you all ready and literally they're all interacting with him on their phone as they yeah. are really like recording him yeah. and taking pictures of of like going in as they do it yep and I thought, what weird world are we living in? And we, just to be clear, are having our weekly get-off-my-lawn conversation yeah. right now. This is I, what we do. Well, the other day I was sitting down with a staff member, and we're sitting there talking about, you know, whatever. I don't remember exactly what we're talking about. And she pulls her phone up, and she goes, oh, it's B-roll time. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And she's just recording. And I was like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are we doing here?" And uh, she's like, "Oh, it's an app, and it's like, so you can be authentic, and it reminds you throughout the day to like just record whatever you're doing." Oh, no, I have seen that. And yeah, uh, and I said, "I said, what if you were pooping?" <laughs> that was my first question. <laughs> what are you, you just gonna you, you gonna be authentic so in that you, moment? So you match her professionalism <laughs> with your own professionalism. So you gonna you gonna that's great. Yeah, Andrew. I mean, you gonna you gonna be authentic in that moment? Because I don't think you will. I doubt you will. And then, and then the next day, I was down talking to some other staff members uh, during lunch, and they all was like, "Oh, B-roll moment!" And I was like, "What is happening? <laughs> this, this is this is so odd to me." So, with that said, it feels like with the article that I'm reading, kind of conflicts with some. Of the I haven't seen, seen it. I would love yeah. to see that. Yeah. Uh, but the people that I know in my life that have flip phones are my dad and my father-in-law. Yeah. And that's the list. Now, I think I would be interested in like a flip phone if I could still keep certain things. You know, like I would be great with no internet, no like news, right? No social media. But I do want like a GPS, right? Like I, you I could, do want. I mean, you could you, you could, could do a couple things. Your, you could keep your sure, phone, you could lock it down, and just have it, right? But you'd have to put parameters around it, correct? And then just say like, I'm going to use my flip phone. The the and then that's the hard part. Then then you have two, you know. And sometimes I'll go sit down with people in politics. And they have two phones. And you're like, oh, don't be that. And I'm like, I know why you have two phones. Yes. But don't, you don't have to sit them both you on the table. You don't have to show it to me. Look, in this is my Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you have a Blackberry? Good for you. I'm Good glad you. you won an election in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, friends, as always, we're grateful. Thanks for joining us. If we can ever serve you in any way, let us know. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.